All right. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 289? 89? Albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Welcome, bot slogs, friends, and bucket heads. This is episode 35 of Getting Head. 35. A bucket cast. Yep. And as expected, I've got nothing interesting to say about 35. Not yet, anyway. 30, 35 is, uh, I mean, <clears throat> you're just like relating it directly to age. Like 35, that's a, <laughs> nah, let's see. So for gun calibers, you got the 34. And then you got the thirty-eight. You don't really have a thirty-five. What is like? What's what's significant about thirty-five? I have no idea. Oh. There's a Wikipedia page for the number, apparently. Yeah. Well, there's. Is there a Wikipedia page for every number? Pretty much. Ooh, ooh. How about this? The Bose Quiet Comfort thirty-five uh, two headphones are really great headphones. Really okay. nice, really nice wireless headphones. Um. Yeah. What cool. What else we got for thirty-five? Oh, 35 is the number of quasi-groups of order four. Holy shit. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Somebody, probably. You know what? Um, During the intro, like, I couldn't hear you at all, so I'm very interested to see, like, how out of key we are with each other. Oh, really? No. Well, I was, I, I, I could hear you way too much, so I was harmonizing with you, so it sounded, Wonderful. It sounded pretty good. Love that. Hell yeah. It's going to be great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, exclamation point, like the band. Just like the band, perfect. Uh, great segue. Today we're going to be, uh, we're not talking about Buckethead <laughs> at all, we're just talking about Hell Yeah. Uh, Specifically Vinnie Paul and his um, cocaine problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did you hear? Did you hear uh, that the um, the club where Dimebag Daryl was shot is being demolished mm-hmm. to build affordable housing? I saw that, and it was. I mean, to be fair, it was Dimebag Daryl and five other people that got killed that night, not just Dimebag. Wow, it was really five people. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember. It might have been. It might have been five other ones, including the guy, because I think he turned the gun on himself after he was done killing. God, that's just but. like the shittiest yeah right it just sucks so much I know, like, like i mean we can joke about pantera all day and right. we will because pantera is funny but also fuck but I man mean, that's like the that's the worst i mean that really sucks i mean like i think more importantly though how are you going to be a band called damage plan and you don't go around having a plan for damage God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. Well, yep. anyways. Yeah, what if... Yeah, uh, what that's, if, that's real life was, right there. Yep. Well, what's, uh, what's your real life been like, Spencer? What, what have you been up to? 
Oh, you know, um, not too much. I've been trying to keep my place a little bit cleaner, so I've been cleaning up a lot. I've been doing laundry, mm-hmm. um, especially because I had a cat staying with me for a while, and it was a yeah. big, floofy white cat. Right, right. So basically everything I own is covered in floofy white cat fur. Mm-hmm. So I've just been going around and kind of like cleaning that stuff up, and it's been exhausting and a quite laborious process, got to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cat hair is no joke. But it, I did take a break from that to figure out how to make my favorite Egyptian dish today. Oh, yeah? Koshari. Koshari? I don't know how to say it. Um, Yeah, you were talking about that It's really good. Yeah. Big fan. I recommended it Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, Um, Yeah. You can also just make it really easily, apparently. I made so much of it today. Uh, You you might want to turn your mic just a little bit down. It's it's definitely spiking here and there. Okay. A little, little, little too too much. Oh yeah. Too well, oh that got so quiet. Um, let's just do that. Yeah. I'm gonna yell into the microphone, That's... and it's still not clipping. Okay, good. Okay, we're good. Cool. Neat. Neato. You can leave that in. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody maybe, listens anyway. Yeah, it's fine. fine. That's that's cool. <laughs> um. Yep. I, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I figured out how to make my favorite Egyptian dish, which I'm very excited about because mm-hmm. kosheri is delicious. Um, outside of that, I've been fucking preparing to do some cool soldering projects. Mm. I'm really excited about them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Not like the band. I don't know if anybody in Hell Yeah can solder anything. Um, I mean. I don't know. They look like some working class blokes. Like they—they they look like guys who have probably worked on a lot of their own guitars. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. I guess I don't know a whole lot about. Did uh, uh, I almost a damage plan yeah. or damage? Yeah. Yeah. Da- <laughs> Hell plan, man. <laughs> Um, I don't really know a whole lot about that band other than it's the vocalist from Mudvayne Mm -hmm. and the drummer from Pantera. I don't know who else is in that band. Can we go over the members of that band? I want to say most of the rest of the guys are from Nonpoint. I think two of them are from Nonpoint. Um, Nonpoint. What was their song? I'm trying to think. I don't remember, but they toured with Mudvayne, which is how they kind of met in the first place. So it's, um, no, sorry, that's Damage Plan. How'd I get there? I looked for it. That's why. Uh, <laughs> um, so Hell Yeah is, uh, let's see, Chad Gray from Mudvayne, uh, guitarist Christian Brady and Tom Maxwell. Tom Maxwell uh, was in Knives Out in Nothing Face. Um, bassist Kyle Sanders, it doesn't say where he's mm. from. Oh, brother of Carl Sanders from Nile. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, brother of Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken, which loops all the way back around to Buckethead. Wow, okay, okay. So on Apple Music, Nonpoint's biggest played song, so their most played song on Apple Music, is a cover of In the Air Tonight for the Miami Vice, the Michael Mann film, which we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. uh, original soundtrack. Look at that. I mean, so, so who is this for? Again? Nonpoint. Nonpoint. Non-point. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't nonpoint. It was uh nothing face is what I was thinking of. Oh, I wasn't even listening. Oh fuck. I don't even know who Nothing Face is. What is their song? I don't even know. Yeah. Nothing Face. Is that like I mean, I you could argue that Buckethead's got a nothing face. 
That's true. He does have a nothing face. That's a good point. He's the original nothing uh-huh. face. <laughs> yeah, he should sue that band. Yeah. Oh, so nothing face. Oh, man. I might have to check this band out because like their biggest album came out in 2000. I bet it is very of the time. Mm-hmm. Is it the bass player from Mudvayne? Like they have a video, a music video here that looks very much like the music video for Dig. Hmm. Um, like it's like oh, them in a white room. The bass player has like spiky, like weird hair, like the bass player in the fucking Dig video. Or no, that isn't the bass player. Sorry, that's the guitar player in the Dig video it has the spiky hair. Um, but the bass player of Nothing Face has a similar aesthetic. Interesting question mark. Not interesting. No one cares about mm-hmm. Nothing Face. <laughs> they're they're kind of oh man they're kind I, of a nothing I, if band. you're a nothing face fan please hit me up tell me why should we listen should we review a nothing face track yeah let's do it let's uh so their most played song on apple music music is a uh, bleeder from their album violence in 2000 mm. can we look up bleeder okay i would love to hear that song zero copyright violations later wow what the fuck okay um Wow, nothing face. Okay, that that song was like really, honestly, that was a really bland early two thousands alternative rock song. Yeah, it was like um, it was like diet god smack caffeine free. Yeah, yeah. If I had heard that song and I didn't know who was playing, well, so if I had heard that song, firstly, I wouldn't know who was making who was playing it. I would have. Secondly, I would have guessed anywhere from default to fucking. Stained, maybe I don't maybe know, fucking filter, st- hinder, yeah, uh, seether, uh-huh. one of those bands, yeah. oh. you know, it, it has very much the sound of that era, but indeed, yeah, I don't know, that got to the mainstream rock chart number thirty-two, apparently. Cool, cool, yeah, I'm good for, good for nothing face. Yeah, they are good for nothing face. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the episode. Good for nothing. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> their their uh, lead vocalist died uh, four years ago. So, oh fuck, that sucks. Mm-hmm. He was in a band called Kingdom of Snakes. I mean, look at he, of which he looks like no a, Wikipedia. Page, he looks apparently. like a guy who would die at uh, at forty <laughs> years old. He does, honestly. Like he looks like he looks like a dude that you went to high school with who you're always like, "Man, you're you're going really hard on like, you know, you're going really hard on the whippets, bro. Like mm-hmm. you, you sure you're okay to drive?" And he's like, "Hell yeah." And then fucking, you know, drives off a cliff or something. Oh, yeah, like the last time you see him is when you like loan him like $20 and then he just never texts you ever again. And you're like, "Okay." Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like microphones always disappear when he's around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he can magically uh, convert SM57s into heroin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a superpower I've seen exercised a great number of times. Yeah, right. Uh it's uh they wear the sign of the crass patch usually. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> those sure. those wizards, you know, the crass wizards. Uh-huh. <laughs> trash wizards trash wizards yeah. yeah trash wizards grass wizards what's the difference uh not not nothing face <laughs> is the difference <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a good point yeah hell yeah nothing face else matters no, uh, yeah. there's maybe a meme in there so probably not <laughs>
There's uh, nothing face else mattress. Yeah, yeah. Let's just make it incredibly meta, impenetrably meta. Mm. I mean that—that's what I would say. A lot of our output is. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. Uh, getting nothing head a nothing cast impenetrably <laughs> niche podcast. <laughs> this is this is us talking about only the set of metal bands we care about and nobody else. That's our- and we like we don't even really talk about all the metal bands we care about. We talk about like metal bands we don't care. No, about. No, yeah, that's like, true. We, we, we talk, yeah, and like in Primus and like <laughs> bands we think are funny, but like not necessarily like good to listen to music usually. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Primus is the Flaming Lips for a very specific type of person. The Flaming Lips are the Flaming Lips for a very specific type of person. The fl- <laughs> they are, but that's why I'm saying like Primus is also that. The Flaming you know, Lips like- are like uh, music for like acid heads who have never done acid before. Yeah, it's like that festival drug band. It's like that band you watch at a festival and you're like, these guys are on drugs for sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? Yep. It's like, you know, whether or not they are actually on drugs. I mean, in Primus's case, I'm assuming yes. Yeah, like Pri- Primus is the band you book to get the uh, the mushrooms crowd, whereas like, um, mm. you know, uh, yeah, you book Nothing Face to get, uh, you know, like the meth heads. <laughs> you book, you book Nothing Face to get no one. Yeah, yeah, and you you uh, you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, there's singers <laughs> like, dead, like, so booking like them would be weird. if Nothing Face was still banned, I mean, obviously they're not. R.I.P. Matt. Um, <laughs> I like, if they were, just if call they him were by a his band, first name, like you know, you know him. <laughs> like, who would go see a Nothing Face show in 2021? I mean, like, does that band really have that much appeal? I mean, they only had one song that ever even got on the Billboard rock chart, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, th- so, that, that, that style of rock, so that, like, early 2000s alternative rock, style mm-hmm. you know where it's like a little bit new metally but it's like mostly just like alt rock like it's it's like alt rock with a lot of um like uh uh let's see um like diminished third and diminished seventh harmonies i could see that like that, that's what yeah, well, that, I mean, that's like all like the harmonies thirds. it's a lot of a lot of minor oh yeah that's what thirds. that's what i meant uh and chromatic minor, minor thirds yeah yeah too. lots of uh uh not some yeah um yeah, a whole lot of uh, like switching from like the major to the minor on the main key. A whole lot of that going on. Oh yeah, but so that style, that like heavy alternative rock early two thousand style, mm-hmm. I feel like only really has a hold over a very specific subset of people, and that's people that listen to rock radio. Yes. So if you are a band that plays that style, but you don't have songs on the radio, mm-hmm. like no one is gonna come see you. Right, and like <laughs> because like. That, you know, like the fans, and I'm not, I'm not hating on the fans of that style, right? Like those bands do pretty well, like bands like Chevelle and stuff, mm, like Breaking they Benjamin, do very, very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. But you know, it's it's a very particular style for a very particular type of person, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it's 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 hard to make a success playing music like that unless you manage to achieve like true mainstream breakout appeal or success, you know. Indeed. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. let's start an alternative rock band, Britt. Um, Hell yeah. What are we going to call ourselves? Um, 
let's just, everything face. Let's just pick another like dumb car like Chevelle. We'll be like the Challenger, <laughs> Charger, uh, the Malibu. I don't. I don't fucking care. T Bird. Okay. We'll be T Bird. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh saucy Christian in the T Birds. I don't like that oh. at all. Um, that sounds like a terrible but it sounds like a Buck Cherry like band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's we what that's what I you don't said. Be like Buck you Cherry. said let's start an alternative what? What are we starting then? I don't know. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean like, Buck Cherry is so Buck Cherry is a surprisingly successful band, which I don't understand at all. I can't strip, even strip, think of a single strip, Buck Cherry song. Clubs. Can you? Strip clubs. Oh, y'all crazy bitch, but you fuck so good I'm on top of it. You know? Oh, that song, yeah, okay. <coughs> that song is mm, a <coughs> anthem. Yeah, that that's the anthem for uh, women with like mental illness and they like try to snap back like, Hey, you're act you're not acting okay. Oh shut up. I'm mentally ill. Like, what? No, that's not a snapback. <laughs> It depends on your perspective, baby. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Well, Britt, what have you been up to, man? You know, um, making metal music. I guess I've been, I've been yeah. just comp- as one does composing a lot lately. Having having fun with some new new tools and my new guitar. Figuring guitar? out uh, layering guitar samples, and making them sound cool. That's fun. Fun. That's yeah. always fun to do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a vibe. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. I probably had something else for this, but I don't remember. Cool. Yeah. All right. Britt, will you hit me with a bucket fact? I would love to hit you with a bucket fact. <laughs> Since nineteen ninety three, although he hasn't released an album every single year, Buckethead has been featured on recordings from other artists every single year, except for twenty twenty. Which Oh which technically he still did since uh, he did a recording with Viggo Mortensen for Viggo Mortensen's uh, directorial debut, Falling. And that movie was released in 2020. But the sound Whoa. the soundtrack wasn't officially released until 2021. Yo, what? This is the first I've heard of this. I didn't realize that Bucket got a song in a movie. That's pretty sick. Bucket had his plenty of songs in plenty of movies. I know. I mean, but like recently. He's, he's got know? a song in Johnny Mnemonic, bitch. Does he really? Yeah, I love That's my awesome. parents. Is in Johnny Mnemonic. That's so sick. Mm-hmm. That movie is really fucking awesome. I actually rewatched that recently. No. When was the last time you watched that movie? Mm, I fell asleep to it a, like last year when I got it on my server in 1080. It's so fucking it's, good. It's dude, it's I see silly. in that movie. It's, it's a silly film. It's a silly film. I need a computer. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone. Just listen, like him saying that over and over. Oh yeah, what's That's what's amazing. up with people with ringtones? I know. Like I, I, if your phone makes sound at all, you're either like ten thousand years old, or you like are doing something and you need to make sure you know that a call is coming through. Yeah, yeah. Or like 
in my case, uh, I, I wanted to listen to something on my phone that I was like watching. And so I turned the sound on and I forgot to take it off. Hate to see that. I hate that. I hate when my mm-hmm. phone makes a noise and I don't expect yeah, I it. Get, I'm like, what? I get really upset. Fuck, fuck yeah. you, noise. Fuck you, phone. Uh-huh. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Shut up. Not okay. Stupid bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in its place. Uh-huh. Back in the phone you pocket. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you have- well, that's fucking awesome. So we should do a bonus episode for our Patreon where yeah. we... Watch this movie and review it. Yeah, uh, for all of our zero subscribers. <laughs> yeah, subscribe now and you can listen to that episode. God, I haven't even looked at the Patreon in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what if, what if there is someone? But we also, do we mention it? Do we Do we even mention it? No, no, I took off the dynamic ads because uh, I don't, I don't want to bother people. <laughs> That's fair. We're too nice, but yeah, let's let's get that going. Let's do a let's let's watch that movie. Okay, and review it. That's, that's cool. What, wait, what movie was that? You you said the name of it. I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, uh, you said it, oh, falling, falling. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you definitely said that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Can you read the the <clears throat> like the uh, what I don't know synopsis. The synopsis. Well, I mean, don't read the entire story, but whatever the blurb, the blurb about it is. It's like no a spoilers, movie about aging. Okay? Um, uh, the film stars Mortensen is John Peterson, a middle-aged gay man whose conservative and homophobic father Willis uh, starts to exhibit symptoms of dementia, forcing him to sell the family farm and move to Los Angeles to live with John and his husband Eric who's also gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to you got to say that. Yeah. Dude, just in case you weren't picking up what we're putting down here. It, for some reason it, it's it's uh actually <laughs> emboldened on Wikipedia. The No. Uh well, that sounds like it's potentially really like emotionally intense and maybe kind of depressing. Mm. But uh yeah, guess we're gonna we're gonna explore that. We're gonna mine those depths. Yeah, I'm gonna snort some MDMA and watch that shit. Fuck yeah, Buck that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Hell yeah, dude. Whatever. Huh. We listened to three Buckethead albums. We did listen to three more Pikes this week. Pikes 103, Pikes 104, and Pike 105. Squid Ink Lodge, Project Little Man, and the Mole Trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pike 103. Squid, Squid Ink Lodge. Was the first Pike we listened to. We did. And uh, it, it kind of reminded me a lot of the previous three Pikes from last week in that it was like yes. funky, bluesy rock. Uh, very yes. This one was a little more, a little less uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and a little more Jimi Hendrix. I felt it kind of had more of a '70s vibe than like an '80s vibe. A lot of points, um, but at the same time, sure. it was kind of the same type of stuff. It was definitely the same type of stuff. Mm. I was kind of bored with the first song because uh, it split up into three songs. Yeah. And the first song I, uh, is like a very slow, 
blues groove so, with Bucket just soloing over well, it. Well, so the first song was just like a bass line with a solo mm-hmm. over it. And it's like a very yeah. simple bass line and a pretty simple drum part without a ton of variation. And it's mm-hmm. nine fucking minutes. So, yeah. I Yeah, it. I was not super drawn in by that. Mm-hmm. But once we get to the second song, it starts to open up a little bit and there's some like weirder riffs, yeah. some more interesting stuff. It, I feel like... Like you said, it is very similar to the previous three Pikes, but um, there's there's enough here that's different that I think it, it does stand I, out a little bit. I think it's only the second song, Squid Ink Lodge, that really stands out from the other three Pikes. And But the, yeah, the, song, yeah. the song is kind of overlong. It goes for 15 whole minutes. Um, but there's some really, like, really good parts, and uh, like the soloing on it is pretty fucking cool. It's like super fast. Um. But it is 15 fucking minutes long, which as far as like instrumental stuff goes. It's long. It's it's a long and it's a, it's a long dong silver. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So like I, I did really like that second song. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm. Pretty different. The third song. Um, but yeah, overall, this, this bike is very similar to the previous three. It is funk rock. Yeah. In the vein of... 60s and 70s funk rockers. I thought the uh, with a with some bluesy stuff sprinkled in here and there. The uh, the third song, "Drawing in Dirt," uh, is a little more reminiscent of like the 80s bluesy rock, kind of like GNR ish, uh, Guns and Roses ish. Guns and Roses for the uninformed. Yes, yeah. We we assume you know if you're listening to a Buckethead podcast exactly who GNR is, but. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw attention to that every single time Gur- because G- you're like who's who's Gunner. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, I have to explain it to you again, Spencer. <laughs> we do this every podcast. I actually have this in our prep materials for every episode. Is GNR yeah. stands for Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Izzy Stradlin. It's not Izzy Strap-On. It's Izzy Stradlin. Oh, yeah. Can't forget. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He does do some Stradlin, if you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so this Pike, again, very much like the previous ones. I would say, you know, if you're going to use this in Buckethead Land, I would say it should be in the, like, reptile exhibit. If there's, like, live animals there, and there's, like, a, a reptile exhibit with, like, snakes and iguanas and stuff, like, this is, like, this is reptile rock right here. That's <laughs> what I would say. Um... <laughs> Reptile, like the the band from Finland that does the dinosaur rock shit. Uh, that's Heavy Saurus. Heavy okay. yes, you're right. That's uh, Heavy Saurus is something really special, you know. Heavy Saurus. If fucks. I lived in Finland and had children for some fucking reason, I would have them listen to Heavy Saurus. Yeah, if I yeah. I I want to fuck one of the members of Heavy Saurus in the costume, of course. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Is there is there like a a dinosaur equivalent for furries? Like I think they're there just like, furries. Like y- yeah, but I don't like, think they call them scalies like, or anything I, like that. I've never seen like a dinosaur type furry. Oh costume. wow! You haven't really been on the internet, have you? Okay, enlighten me, Britt. If you're familiar with these furry dinosaur people. I mean, like the furry costumes are typically like wolfish, you know, 
Or like Nope. There's all bear ish types of shit, dude. Like I'm, Did you what did you Google? Did you Google dinosaur furry? I Googled dinosaur fursuit because there's so many of them. Oh my god, share your screen. I gotta see them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Britt, this is what I want to see. Oh, my God, was that one pregnant? Are you coming, Spencer? <laughs> I'm just so excited. There, oh. There's so many dinosaur oh, and dragon God. fursuits. Like, I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? You haven't I seen mean, these? They're, I've just never they're seen everywhere. dinosaur fursuits. They're everywhere, dude. Some... <laughs> Uh, some of you haven't been to a furry convention, and it shows. Okay, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that shirt that this furry guy is wearing in this... I bet that's a metal band. I bet it is. I bet it's Heavysaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Heavysaurus. No, it's Avenged Sevenfold. It's totally Oh, my Avenged God, it Sevenfold. is Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's fucking... I like that she's wearing. They are. They are wearing jeans too. Like jeans with the fur suit is underappreciated Hell as yeah. a look. Hell yeah! This is all very erotic for me. Mm-hmm. Look at that one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's the good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. We live in a society, Brit. We do. You're welcome, Spencer. You're Thanks. welcome for Thanks for exposing tur- me. Turning you on and turning you on. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, yeah, so this is the music that they should play at the furry convention that they hold at Buckethead Land. Interesting. Well, that's a interesting, like, but only the, the lizard-themed furry convention. Yes. Uh, as I said before, as previously stated, it is reptile rock. I mean, do they, yeah, do they, do they allow, do you think, dinosaurs as well? Do they kind of put those under the same category as uh, dinosaurs? I'm sorry, dragons? What do you do? You think they? they... <laughs> I don't know which part you want to replace with dragons. I, I think I, I I said dragons in the first place, but then tried to replace it with dragons. <laughs> you said dinosaurs like four times. And you're like, no, 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 it's 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 dragons. I'm like, wait, what? Do you do you think like? Okay, so like dinosaur fetishists. Do you think they allow dragons uh-huh. like in their fetish conventions? Oh. I don't think so. I, I think that fantasy? dragons are a different thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean they are. They're still like, lizards. It depends on the community, obviously. But right. like, I, I do think that like in the furry community, knowing a thing or two about that, I feel like drag, people. there's a lot of people that fetishize dragons. And mm-hmm. I don't think that those are the same people that fetishize dinosaurs. Right. So, I don't know. I think that there's a difference in it. I bet there's some, some crossover, but probably not as much as you might think. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Truly. Truly. Uh, I thought it would be a great um, soundtrack to Buckethead's Smokehouse and Whiskey Den. This is barbecue <laughs> and whiskey music. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I'd go there. I'd hang out there. I'd drink a whiskey. A whiskey. Uh, sir, yeah, excuse me, sir. One, One whiskey, whiskey please. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what, yeah, would you, would you like, like, a bourbon or a, a whiskey? Just one. Thank you. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody being like, did you want scotch, bourbon, you know, 
And you're like, no, a whiskey. Yeah. Oh, Idiot. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like going, like, let's go to bars and order like we're on a movie and be like, yeah, I'll take a beer. Thanks. They'll be like, um, what, uh, what, what type of beer? What do you mean? Give me a beer. <laughs> That's basically what I do at bars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, you can ask. I'm like, give me a beer. And they're like, what kind of beer? I'm like, I don't care. Pick one. Yeah. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. I really don't care. It's all beer. It tastes, it's all the same. Yeah. Just give me one. It doesn't, doesn't. And he's like, oh, finally, someone's going to try my piss kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could make kombucha with piss. I mean, if you put, um, you, you could if you put some kind of sugar in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd have to be sweet piss for sure. I bet I bet diabe- diabetic piss is sweet. I bet you could uh, totally ferment diabetic piss. <laughs> diabetic piss kombucha. Hell yeah, yeah. dog. Mm. Yeah. Got Speaking of diabetic U- piss kombucha. The, the UT kombucha. Hike 104. <laughs> Speaking of that, Project <laughs> Little Man. Uh, this bike is so good. It's sorry. It's it's tell, it's pretty good. Tell us when it came out. Uh, it came out uh, February twenty seventh, twenty fifteen. Uh, this one uh, oddly came out um, after several more pikes. So this one was announced and then not released for several months. So uh, although this one does come in between um, Pike one hundred and three and one hundred and five uh, in canon, it came out physically a month after Pike one hundred and five. Interesting. The next bike. So. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty good. It's a nice change of pace after the last four blues rock uh, odysseys that we fucking sure. took straight into the fucking yeah. rack of bucket ribs. Totally. And so this one is a, a straight up like melodic guitar rock, like melodic riffs. It, it's so buckethead solos. Mm-hmm. Some absolute shredding so oh, yeah like really nice especially like, the first shredding. song he's he like shreds fucking fast he's playing like nothing but 64th notes for like four minutes straight and it's he's playing it well impressive. like it's, yeah it's, it's, it's very, very shred yeah yeah like but they're they're good solos like they're interesting there's cool phrasing like there's cool melodies like yeah. This one, I was listening to it, and I was like, man, fuck, I wish there was vocals on this. Because, like, yeah. if there was vocals on this one, like, you could definitely sell this as, like, kind of throwback, like, melodic 80s-influenced metal type stuff. Yeah. Like, you yeah. could totally frame this in that context mm-hmm. with the right kind of vocals. Like, it, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, the one criticism I do have of it is, excuse me, I think it should have been uh, split up into a lot more than two songs. Like oh yeah, yeah, it could have been paced better if he just like, I don't know, cut it up into like ten different songs. Totally, totally, I could yeah. see that. I mean, even with that though, like it does feel like it takes you on a journey. Like the it riffs stay does. fresh, they stay interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't get too repetitive, which is nice. Uh, but it's got a lot of energy, which is like mm. really cool to hear after the last few pikes. Because I know, like I say a lot, you know, the the restrictions of the format that we're doing make it so that in some circumstances we, you know, listen to three mid-paced blues rock albums. Yes, you yes know? we do. Um, <laughs> so having one that just like it out of the gate, like energy and it's like, oh, cool. And it's a little bit faster and there's like some shredding and it's like, oh, this is cool. It's, you know, I don't know. They, they, 
based on uh, what we've listened to over the past few weeks, this was a n- very refreshing. Change. Yes, it was definitely the the Andy's Mint of the last couple's week. Ah, yes, I love an Andy's Mint. Oh, uh, Andy's. What, what are, oh yeah, I guess they are vegan, aren't they? Because they're they dark are chocolate. not vegan. Oh, they're not. Oh, they have cream much. in them, don't they? Because they're not yes, milk they chocolate, milk. but they have the cream, the mint. Well, no, no, no. So they're milk chocolate. Oh, are they? I uh, thought the they were milk dark chocolate. Part, I think is probably huh. vegan, but the rest of it is not. Well, that that's a real stinker for you. I I I made my own variant of Andy's mints mm-hmm. vegan uh, because I missed them so much, and they they actually came out really really good. I should make those again, but with weed in them. Dude, that'd rock. You know what? You know right? What, you know what rocked that I tried a while ago was uh, it was like an Andy's mint, but with like coconut in it. So it was kind of like a uh, oh, a, like sick. A, a mounds, but mint. It was super good. That sounds amazing. Super good, dude. Coconut's one of those things that I've like really come around on as I've Mm -hmm. gotten older. Like when I was growing up, like the coconut candies, like like an almond joy, if you will. Love an almond joy is great, but like the mounds is where it's really at. Yeah, but like so when I had those as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is this? I never want this. This is horrible." And uh, as I've gotten older, I've realized that like no, 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 like you know, desiccated coconut is fucking pretty good you know it's like chewy but you get used to that and there's there's a nice flavor there what is desiccated coconut sound like a severed savior album <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> uh yeah it does man speaking of severed savior mm-hmm. i was walking in the university district of seattle washington mm-hmm. and i saw some graffiti on the front of a building that just said one word and it said Monty, M-O-N-T-E. So, of course, I took a picture of it and I texted it to our friend and former guest, Monty McCleary, and laughed about it. But that got me thinking, back in the day when I used to live with Monty, and I want to say like 2011, 2012, something like that, mm-hmm. um, he had a Severed, severed Savior t-shirt that on the back of it, in large, like distorted letters, it said inverted and inserted hell yeah and had like an inverted cross uh which i love that so much so it was good. so nice to see every time i saw it i just got stoked i love that people phrase. would stare at us at safeway mm-hmm. it was a good vibe good times yeah. good times listen to severed savior if you never have listener they're, they're heavy so they're very yeah they're, they're they're tech slash brutal death band yeah. they're, they're, they're pretty cool <laughs> Yeah, they had that one song about poop. That's that's a pretty good <laughs> I song. I like that song a lot. They, they had that one album with a ton of like jazz parts on it that I really like. Yeah, that was their last one. Yeah, that was that really they put good. out. That mm-hmm. record's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, was... it, that one's like the more like thinking man one. Their first one though, and like that thing, like there's literally just songs about poop. Like it's Sick. pretty good. Like. Yeah. <laughs> You love you love to see the poop metal. There's so much yeah, more dude. poop metal than you would ever like <laughs> than you would ever like think that there is, but there's so much of it. And like that's different from anal metal. There's a lot of mm-hmm. anal metal too. Yeah. But but poop metal is a different offshoot that it's it's generally not anus related. It's just poop related. Right. Uh which I think is I like that but, there's a distinction but, between but, those bands. Th- then you have bands though like um Bathtub Shitter. Who sounds like ah. they'd be a poop band, but they are almost entirely like porn grind and like gore grind, and they don't uh-huh, really talk about true. poop at all. Which to yeah, to me yeah. was real disappointing. Surprising. Once I got into their lyrics uh, real deep, um, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can listen to these guys anymore because uh, 
I was in it for the poop, you know? Yeah. I don't know I about mean, you. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you did it all for the dookie. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a Green Day mashup in there somewhere. Uh, love to see it. Uh, yeah. So we should make for our listeners a poop metal playlist. I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. Oh, I love that idea. Uh, cause there's, there's so much of it. And then like when I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like I, there is death metal out there oh. and where the lyrics are entirely about poop, mm-hmm. like just feces. Like that's what the songs are about. And, yep. uh, sometimes it's about loving poop. Sometimes it's just about the poop. Sometimes it's about like Sometimes it's dr- about drowning in poop. Drowning poop, eating poop, mm-hmm. uh, being pooped on. Yep. Being eaten and then pooped out. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so good. I mean, maybe good is not what a normal person would say to describe this, but it's good. You know what we should do is, I mean. I feel like it's uh, a little too relegated to the world of like grindcore and death metal. I think we should make poop power metal, <laughs> where the where the yes. the the scat of my yes. enemies lie. <laughs> you know, like Sabaton, but instead of singing about battles, you're like, and I entered the outhouse, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know, you know, Sabaton is already diaper metal, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sabaton is like the diaperest metal band besides Tool. Oh, oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. There are Sabaton fans that have that have came in diapers while listening to Sabaton live. (laughs) Like there's a there's a diaper section at Sabaton. There's general admission, (laughs) and then the diaper section up front. (laughs) Diapers to the front. (laughs) This one's about World War Two. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I I like that. I like that. There's a, there seems to be a lot of crossover between the um, furry community and the diaper community. Mm, um, interesting. Do you think they have furry so, diaper? Do you have? Do you think they have like diapers like for fur suits? Yes. Th- no, no. Exists. Well, no, no, it. not that. But like a diaper that goes like on the outside of a fursuit that's like a big that's, furry diaper yes that's well it's not furry it's just a regular diaper oh no i want it to yes, be furry i want it to that. be like a furry diaper why would you want see the diaper people don't want furry diapers though i don't i think, want I think furry they di- want the regular I, I want, diapers. So, so here here's my question though are they wearing a diaper inside the suit and outside the suit are they double diapering i would assume double diapering yes who those double diaper furries i'll tell you <laughs> Double diaper dragon furries. <laughs> Double diaper dinosaur furries. That's, that's... Double diaper dinosaur dudes. <laughs> that that has to be said in gutturals. One second. <laughs> Double diaper dinosaur dudes. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we gotta take the we gotta take the brutal death world by storm by just making like, you know. Death metal about furry. Well, I was gonna say death metal about furries, but dude, that has to exist by this point. Like, I'm, oh, I'm sure that's out there. Oh yeah. Is there a death metal furry band? Uh, oh my god, there's got to be, right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I bet there is. Uh, I bet there is. I bet there's like um, furry, like power metal, like uh, um, heavy saurus, bro. Is furry power <laughs> metal? That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 
Well, uh, <laughs> Pike 104 um, was a, a fun listen. I would recommend it. Yeah, and Project Little Man. I would say it should be <laughs> the soundtrack to a... <laughs> I don't know. If there was a heavy Soros like band that played in, in Bucketheadland, Land, this should be their music. So here here's my idea. It's um it's to an exhibit in Buckethead Land that's uh, kinda similar to uh the Honey I Shrunk the Kids exhibit in Disneyland. Oh. Yeah, uh, so it's like prod- got yeah, prod- everyday items but like blown up yeah. super big. Yeah, so Project Little Man is like the project is mm-hmm. you like become a little man and you like get to wander around <laughs> in like the soup you get to wander around in like Buckethead's practice room and so there's like these giant guitar pedals you can climb on and like a huge amp and shit, you know, a big guitar that you can actually play, you know, with like functional strings. Yeah. 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 I think that'd be good. That sounds pretty cool. Um, Yeah. That's great. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Pike one Oh five, the mole Mm -hmm. trail released on January 27th, 2015, uh, six days after Pike one Oh three and a full month before Pike one Oh four. Wild. Super wild. So let's uh well, fir- first let's pontificate on what we me. think mole trail might mean. I thought about that a bit. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah, because the cover is like kind of just a roller coaster, right? And it's like a, a steel roller coaster tracks. And it's uh, gotta be it's gotta be a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Called probably the mole trail. And I'm I'm imagining it it's it's like a dark ride where it's like you go in mole hills and shit like that and it's Mostly an indoor ride, but with some outdoor sections, kind of like, uh, not Splash Mountain, the, the fucking Thunder Mountain, whatever, you know, the desert you wanted it, uh, um, a bunch of rides at fucking Disneyland. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've never been to Disneyland. I just, I've just <laughs> nice. watched some shit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a roller coaster for sure. Um, this record starts off kind of interesting, I think. It's like a it starts off kind of like a um, riff. It's kind of like noise rock, kind of except for like the first half of it. It's like he uh, he just takes his guitar and like uh, uses the whammy pedal to tune it down to like it sounds like a big crushing bass. Yeah, yeah and um, it, it does just like these weird riffs with it um, mm-hmm. yeah. that remind me, like honestly, a lot of like nineties. Noise rock, kind of. Yeah, I could, um, I could see that. I, w- I would say, like, if you had, like, uh, yeah, if you had, like, some kind of faint vocals over that, like, you could definitely sell that as, like, a a noise rock kind of a thing. But then it kind of takes a turn. Like, the, the first half of it is very much like you described, mm-hmm. right? Like, weird whammy pedal guitar riffs. And then it takes a turn and just becomes shredding. Yeah, just yeah. shredding. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is pretty interesting because this is the first time I have audibly heard Buckethead sweet pick this entire time. He doesn't typically mm. do a whole lot of like traditional I feel, sweeping. I mean, he does a lot of like sweeping with taps or like tap sweeping. Um, yeah, stuff like that. But like what I'm talking about is like, there, so yeah, when you're learning sweet picking, pick, like there's sweeping. some pretty like yeah. standard patterns, you mm-hmm. know, that you kind of learn first. And like, I haven't heard Buckethead play that type of sweet picking True. so far. And like, there is a, there's a part in this, I think it's like about three quarters of the way through where he just like straight up does like, you know, kind of traditional sweeping, mm-hmm. which is fun to hear. I was like, oh shit, bucket sweeping. It's pretty dope. Bucket sweep. Bucket sweep. Uh yeah yeah um 
I definitely kind of like, I don't know. The the first song was a little bit long, uh, even though it did have that nice, like, complete change of pace in there. Mm-hmm. Um, second song was just, I don't know. Uh, so uh, we should say the, the track, or the, the album is divided into three tracks. Uh, the Mole Trail Part 1, The Mole Trail Part 2, and then the third one, Woven Wire. And uh, the the first two songs kind of sound like they go together. The third one is more of just like a sludge song, though. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty short. Uh, and it's it's a weird way because, like, usually when he ends the album with something short, it's something like he goes from just, like, crushing metal into, like, something mm-hmm. super soft. But it was this weird for to hear him go from, like, kind of alt metal into something much harder to end it. Yeah, and there's some yeah, it, it's a very weird little short track. Like mm-hmm. it it felt to me it was like he looked at it and was like, "Oh, this this is 27 minutes. I should do another thing to get it over 30 minutes." And then just like threw that together. <laughs> Sound, yeah, that sounds accurate. That's just kind of how it felt to me. Uh I didn't dislike it though. No. This this record is is weird because it's like kind of a mix of the other two um in some ways. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like the the sludgy kind of like noise rock riffs and stuff are kind of bluesy in nature. Yeah. Um, they're just weird. <clears throat> and then the shredding is similar to to Pike one hundred one hundred three or one hundred four. Sorry, um, similar to Pike one hundred four, but it's not quite as melodic. It's not quite as compelling. It's just yeah, it feels like a B side, if you will, of the previous Pike. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds about right. It's I mean it's not bad. It's just like not no, bad, not, yeah, no. not remarkable. Um and it's kind of just uh I don't know, like a clip show of the previous several seasons of Buckethead Land. <laughs> Previously on Buckethead Land. Intense metal music playing. <laughs> that's great. Um that's great. Uh yeah, this one's a bit weird. I would say if there's an edgy alternative clothing store inside of Bucketheadland, this should be the music they play. No, I feel I, I actually feel it's kind of clothing store music, but it's like a place that sells like a lot of leather goods. I would say like leather goods and like oversized flannel t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, a place like that's like uh, you you shop for clothes there if you have like a pack of Marbs in the sleeve of your t-shirt. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. A real cool for, for those who live hard. Cool guys. For those who uh mm-hmm. do the do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. That, that's what I would say. The uh some interesting pikes this week. Indeed. Indeed there Indeed. were. I uh, I I liked them all. Uh I'd say Yeah, me too. One oh four was the best. Uh one oh three was probably the weakest. One oh five was in kinda in between. But uh you know what I would say as well. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I'd say, I don't know, I'd probably put 103 right in the average there. The other two were yeah. at least slightly above average. I liked them all. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Now that uh, we took our week- weekly trip to Buckethead Land, would you like to take another trip with me? We gotta. Into the void. The void, baby. Statements from the Bucket Bucket Oh my God, Brit Spencer, are you ready? No, you're not. You're not. I know that. Okay, so we're gonna do something. Uh, oh man, I forgot to. Okay, never mind. Um, 
So it's great to be back again. It's great mm-hmm. to be here. It's great to be looking at the internet and seeing what they're saying. We have a wealth of things to get through today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll explain why. Okay. We're going to start things off with, I was Googling for uh, Pike 103 and it came up with an address here in Seattle, 103 Pike Street, Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. 98101. That address is for the Seattle Shirt Company, which on Google has a 4.5 star average rating with 188 reviews. Um, Antonio Rodriguez says one year ago, I just experienced a bad customer services from one of the employees. He was very rude. I tried to understand my recipe and pulled it from my hands very rudely. I tell him is not the way to treat customers. And he didn't show a feeling of apology. One star. I mean, there's obviously a failure to communicate between these two people. Like, if this guy Clearly. talks how he writes, I can't imagine, like, the frustration <laughs> this employee is feeling. Like, does this guy come for, in, like... For fucking real. Hey, uh, shirt, recipe, you give. And I'm like, I... Uh, <laughs> Sure. Exactly. I don't. Can I see it? N- yes. No. No. Like, what? Ah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I don't know. Nope. Yeah. I've had, I've definitely had interactions with customers in, cu- in customer service positions before that have been fucking impenetrable. Mm-hmm. In which case, nope. like, they have left unhappy. And I nope. not only have no idea what they originally wanted, I have no idea why they're upset. And I have no idea, like, what I could have done differently because the entire interaction made no sense. <laughs> yep. That, yep. That sounds uh, right. Welcome to customer service. Yep. Uh, uh, Google user Joseph K says, they have some great stuff with shirt concepts I didn't see anywhere else well there. Rasta Sasquatch, a.k.a. Rasta Squatch. Now that's awesome. Four stars. Dude, that rocks so hard, Rasta Sasquatch. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> Dude, you know, you know who should work there is the guy who made those Jocko Time stickers. He probably does fucking <laughs> work there. Yeah, you're probably, he probably does. Uh, uh, okay, so that was all. That was the only good stuff I found there for 103 Pike Street, but I, I liked that we... I forgot that we can do that. Uh, because we live in Seattle and there's a major street called Pike Street, but I think we're going to have to revisit some uh, some some Google reviews for yeah, businesses I, that relate to the bikes. I, I'd say um, Pike Street is our main urban east to west street in Seattle. In downtown Seattle, probably. Yeah, 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 yes. down, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it has probably more businesses on it than any other street. Yeah, it's it's massive, and mm-hmm. there's a lot there. Anyways, we're going to switch over to YouTube, where YouTube user Ramoni Ramon says... Love that name. Five years ago, walking with headphones through my fuck city, listening to this, wow, I think I feel cool, LOL. Now, those are definitely some discarded uh, Guns N' Roses lyrics. <laughs> Walking with the headphone through my fuck city. 
Is that nasal? It's like Fox Jelly. Oh yeah, it, it should be like three octaves higher though, and also harmonized with himself. Because why? Uh-huh. Why not? Absolutely. Um, YouTube user Mr. Phobo says eleven months ago. Oh, sorry, Mr. Phobob says. Now this is all in caps, but I'm not going to scream it because I don't want to. Also, my mic keeps clipping, so mm. we're gonna <laughs> take it easy a little bit on that. But Mr. Phobob says. Probably the best guitar song ever. BH rips it a new ass. This is beyond description. Pure excellence. Just flat out superb axe work. Maybe his best ever played. A 25 on a 10 scale. That's that's a lot. It is a lot. That's not how fractions work, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, is is a number score out of ten a fraction? I mean, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Like, because you know, I mean, like, you could have a twenty five ten fraction, but that would just be dumb because you could simplify it. Yeah, that's two hundred and fifty percent. That's dumb. Uh, yep. Hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Timothy D. Baker says, "I'm sorry, and I'm a huge mega fan of both." But after listening to this for a couple minutes, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of like, Jimmy who? Jimmy Hoffa, baby. Oh, it's about Jimmy Hoffa. That's, that's uh-huh. true. Yeah. Uh, he's missing. Can't find him. Right. He got whacked. Jim, Jim, yeah, he's... Uh, you know, I guess like when we're talking about Buckethead, it's, uh, it's really hard to avoid um, the history of the Teamsters and the AFL-CIO in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, obviously. I mean, like that's where your mind goes. You're I mean, like Buckethead. Bucket history teamsters. is labor history when you think about it. Laborhead. Mm. <laughs> you know, if if you have it, a bucket got it there. Think about that. I, I do think about it. Mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. Yep. Yeah. Love to see it. Uh keeping up that uh that same idea from earlier, uh YouTube user one one seven one one year ago says Hendrix is a household name, though, and Henfrix, pay, path to the path. Henfrix did path the path. <laughs> he did. I'm not That's gonna true. lie. I can't argue with him passing the path. <laughs> he, you know, for those who, who, who path the walk, uh-huh. looking for does to not path the path. You know what I'm saying? Uh, indeed, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for really putting that into perspective. Into a perspective we can all. I, I actually, I, I, I passed it into perspective. So much pathology. <laughs> oh, pathos. Yeah, no, sorry, I meant to say pathos. I don't know how to talk. Whatever. Uh, Uwe Gierkin says we've uh, we've we've talked about him before. Um, my sixteen-year-old daughter he spelled daughter wrong. Likes Buckethead. Can you imagine what that means to me? He's got 242 likes four months ago. Uh, so four years ago, sorry. Uh, 242 groomers liked that. Gross. Cygnus <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, C- 6 responds um, with a very creepy comment. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna read this in a creepy voice because this comment creeps me out. You can just use your regular voice, it's already creepy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say fuck you, but also, I don't know, just fuck. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, 
That's very good news to hear. Fantastic. It means she gets it and understands what he is as an artist. So many do not make the connection. Well done. Of course, if I was a father, I would be beaming ear to ear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's exactly yep. how he wrote it. It is. There's there's lots of ellipsi between um, things. I, there's no real punctuation. So, That's how you know somebody's like over 50 when they don't use real punctuation. They just use uh, ellipses, so, ellipsi, ellipses. Yeah. So uh, the thing about ellipses is, is like a lot of people use them like in lieu of punctuation. I like to imagine that they're speaking and they do something every time there's an ellipsis. This guy right here, he's licking his lips every time there's an ellipsis. He's like, or, or just if, like, if I was a father. Get, yeah, touching his penis. I'd, uh, also. I'd be beaming from ear to ear. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, um, that, that's that's something that's very funny. It, it makes me actually like dislike using ellipsis. Is it ellipsises or is it? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ellipsises. We'll we'll go. With okay, that. sure. Um, it makes me dislike using them when I'm writing because mm-hmm. it, you know, there are circumstances in which it makes sense to use them. Like it is a. an interesting grammatical tool but like it always makes me think like oh here i am like sounding like some fucking boomer (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah. i I, you know yep i do know it bothers me uh quite a bit um dr jekyll van hyde that's a um, sweet name picture i really like that name of captain jack sparrow from pirates of the caribbean um drops some knowledge on us Uh here and says do it this is a this is in reference to Pike one zero four, and he says, "Kind of funny he chose that title because Buckethead is actually insanely tall, almost a giant." Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. As if we didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but we there's, there's a response here that I think casts an interesting light on things. Mm-hmm. Kevin Grant says in response to the previous comment. Buckethead is a tall dude. Ever notice that he kind of resembles a certain president? Three guesses. And then later on says, stovepipe hat and a beard playing these great licks on an axe. What? Buckethead is Abraham Lincoln. I, 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 get, I get the insinuation. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying... I know. This is the first What rep- with a capital question mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the first reference I've seen and I've read a lot of like Buckethead uh community talk mm-hmm. on the internet. This is the first reference I've seen of anyone comparing Buckethead to Abraham Lincoln for some reason. Right. And and so uh, so when you first mentioned like do, do you remind him of any other president? I'm like George Washington, he was tall, right? <laughs> and like I'm like I I can't yeah. make this connection. Like I'm racking, and I watched like <laughs> I've watched like all the presidents ranked videos like all week. So I've got presidents on the mind, and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 this no, yeah, yeah. When I read that too, I was like, what? <laughs> what? what the f- <laughs> and then, like he gives it away, you know. But then I was still like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a stretch. That's a stretch Interestingly Armstrong. enough, he had a, a few responses. Now, I didn't screen cap those, mm-hmm. um, but he had a few responses of people being like, oh, yeah, yeah, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. I hate for it. For sure. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. 
I do too. <laughs> uh, four score and seven buckets ago. <laughs> four twenty and sixty nine ago is more like it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. All right, so we've come to the the point in the show where where uh, we need to acknowledge what White Eagle on YouTube has written here, which what? I will dub the Buckethead Prayer. Oh, did you say White Eagle is his name? Uh huh. You got to make sure we cred White Eagle. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Though the world tries to hide his talents, he is weighed in our balance. He has passed the test. Buckethead is the best. With words, he has no need. His music bypatheth, by, bypasseth the corporate greed. <laughs> bypasseth corporate greed. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to us who know, Buckethead is the show. Louder than words. His music is a joy to our ears. With all his chords, he drives away our fears. Buckethead, you are first. You quench all our thirst. May you be blessed. Buckethead, you are the best. You have helped us through each day. Now for you, I will pray. Wow. Just, just wow. Wow. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Wow. My man, White Eagle. <laughs> White Eagle, baby. Hell yeah. White Eagle. Bless up, brother. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Man, more power to him. White power to you, White Eagle. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, YouTube user AirGuitar74 says... Having seen and heard nearly every noteworthy guitarist in the past 45 years, it's <laughs> all been good, <laughs> but there's only been one bucket head. Rock on, B. Keep taking it to the next level. I, I love how this guy has just heard all the music. He's heard all the music. He's, he's, heard, heard, the- he's heard every noteworthy guitarist. In the past forty-five years, I mean, because it's impressive. I know, because it's weird, because you know, a lot of guitarists like are never exposed. Like a great guitarist, are like never have any mainstream success. Like, yeah, you really got to be digging if yeah. you're hearing everybody. That's I know this. So this guy is obviously maybe he's in the music biz. Maybe he's a, a yeah. guitar historian. Well, I mean, uh, due to his name, he's probably in the air guitar biz. You're oh, the air. He's an air guitar historian. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh. He just, he just, uh, he only does, uh, the histories of guitarists who have played for the uh, British production group Air. Ah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, and Air Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh-huh. right. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, the theme song for Airwolf. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, With Ernest that's Bo- a banger. Or, Ernest right Borgnine as a helicopter. Is fun. I watched Airwolf at your house. <laughs> You didn't watch it with me. I think I was too high or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think that you were like fighting with someone you were dating at the time. And so I just ended up watching Airwolf by myself. Hell yeah. I was really high. It was fine. That's cool. Uh, I just remember that. Pretty good. Um, We have 
a few responses here, mm-hmm. three of which we're going to talk about. Um, YouTube user Chris Widener responds four years ago, says, As a rapidly aging music lover, I couldn't agree more. Cool. YouTube user Chris Widener responds again four years ago, As a rapidly aging music lover, I, I couldn't, couldn't agree, agree more. more. Cool. YouTube user Chris Wiedner responds again four years ago. As a rapidly aging music lover, I couldn't agree more. Cool. <laughs> I just really like the, the 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 method taken to post a comment. Just like he nails home his point so well. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good pretty good um so the reason we have so much good stuff to pull from this week is pike 104 has oh i think nearly two hundred thousand views on youtube really that's interesting or, or maybe why. a little bit more than two hundred thousand. as a result it had over 300 comments um wow. which there was quite a lot in there like some some fun stuff to pull from mm-hmm. um so, I mean, we might as well keep it going here. I there, Now that I'm looking through this, there are so many. Like, I don't think we're going to get to all of them. But we'll do a few more here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's just see here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Levi Salvini says, four months ago, This is not only about this amazing Pike. Truth to be told, all his Pike and album are so good that they design time. But as all you fans of The Master know why others guitar players do not listen to Buckethead. Very simple, my friends. Because after only a few of his songs, they would just sell their gears and go apply for a regular job, perhaps at Sears. <laughs> or the nearest grocery stores (laughs) Buckethead can design time with his music the rest are just very good guitarists as as though 99% of guitarists don't already work at Sears Sears. or grocery stores I just love the name drop of Sears. Like, and it, oh, Sears is in all caps, by the way. And also, like, how he says twice that the Buckethead can design time. I, I really like that concept. I am, I'm like, what? I'm flabbergasted cool. by that. Yeah, that's some. That, that's that is a th- that's that's something. It's truly, truly something. Um. All right. You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna wrap things up because okay. there's just too many here. I don't want to dig through them. Um, we're gonna wrap things up with a statement from the Britain Void oh. because that's become my new favorite segment. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, May twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, at twelve oh five a.m., you texted me and said, "Life is hard." And memes are like a pillow for your heavy head of millennial indifference and forlorn despair. Wow. 
That's, I agree. That's uh, that's deep. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Um, and lastly, a statement from the Britain Void that has not aged well <laughs> at all. Oh no! <laughs> I know. I know. Um, July twentieth, twenty nineteen, at two eleven a.m. You texted me mm-hmm. and said, "Best life." Worst life, what's the difference? No life is best life. Kill people, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I campaigned way too hard for that. Yeah, truly. Statements <laughs> from the bucket Bucket Oh, my God. What do you got to recommend to me this week, Spencer? Oh, my God. I Okay, so I've been going on a musical journey lately, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to a lot of thrash metal. Okay. Um, and, and not necessarily like revisiting classic thrash albums, but discovering new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I discovered an album um, from 1989... Mm-hmm. Uh, by a band called Leeway. That's L-E-E-W-A-Y. I'd never heard of this band before, mm-hmm. but uh, my fucking music streaming service I pay for auto-played their album after I listened to some other thrash thing. And you know what? It's really, really good. Um, I like them a bunch. I like that album a lot. It's super thrashy. It's like, I, technically, I guess it's considered to be a hardcore album or like a crossover album. Okay. But like, it just sounds like fucking thrash. Like, I don't know. It, it's from the 89 and like, or it, it's 88 or 89. I'm not sure. Um, but it's really fun. Uh, the first the first banger on there is called Mark of the Squealer. And it's got like a really great chorus that's like, snitches, get stitches. It's, it's very, it's cool. Um, that's pretty cool. R- very fun. Mm-hmm. Very of the time. Very Some heavy thrash riffs, though. Pretty cool. Yeah. So I've been listening to that a whole bunch. And I would recommend that because it's fun. I also uh, listened to today um, the most recent album. It's a 2021 release um, from the band Vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've listened to Vulture before, but I, I remember them being relatively unremarkable, but, uh, I, I don't be as being that I don't remember them and I did listen to them. <laughs> um, so this record though, this new one is really cool. It's super like eighties thrash, but it's also just like super like eighties metal in the sense that like, it feels like, like both in production and in style, like it feels like it could, it could be like an obscure eighties metal album. Like from like the eighty six, eighty seven kind of era, okay, or maybe even as early as eighty five, because it's got like it's like kind of melodic and it's got a little bit of like new wave of British heavy metal stuff in there, but it's like very very thrashy and mm-hmm. kind of dark. It right. reminds me a little bit of that band, uh, that the band from Japan, Sabbath. You ever listen to that? Yeah, Sabbath's not bad. Yeah, it reminds me of that band a little bit, and like a little bit of like old Slayer, like Hello Waits era Slayer, nice, and a little bit of like you know. Uh, King Diamond, the, the the guitar solos are very King Diamond influenced. Ooh, I um, love an it, Andy it's LaRocque cool. Solo. It's really mm. neat. Like, uh, it's very like catchy and fun, and their music is cool. And as someone who is a fan of like you know eighties kind of metal, you know, it's like what I grew up listening to. You know, it's a uh, it's 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 a fun kind of throwback because it still feels unique. It still feels fresh. Like it definitely feels like a modern album, but just like where they're taking a lot of influence from 
you know, a, a lot of different places and a lot of different styles from that era and just kind of mixing it together into something that's like pretty cool. Um, I like it a lot. would recommend it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Britt, what you got to recommend me? Uh, I'm going to recommend a, uh, a clothing maker. I think both of us follow on Instagram. Oh, who made the, uh, the the shirt that I am wearing? A clothing uh-huh. maker uh, used to go by Steely Jordan, but now goes by Double Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a lot of uh, like bootleg aftermarket Steely Dan merch that's like super high quality. Um, yeah, I love that that Asia shirt you're wearing right yeah, now. Yeah, it fucking rocks, dude. Look at the arms with Asia. Yeah, open. yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking sick. Like it's so it's weird that those two worlds combined themselves before you could influence i it. know right like because like that Dan? is the most you thing i have ever seen i know <laughs> i know like when i first because i i've been following uh the guy like pretty much since he started doing this um you know like maybe a year ago uh because he started posting um his stuff on uh reddit like when he started an instagram and so i i've been following him forever and i never bothered to pick anything up but uh He's actually doing another th- uh, run right now. You should get one of his shirts. Yeah, he's doing I'll, some sick. I'll have a look at that. He's, he's, doing a, he's doing another run of the Tony Soprano one where it's like Tony Soprano driving and it says, I'm a fool to do your dirty work, Steely Dan. It's so sick. <laughs> it's so sick. Dude. It's great. That's great. And, he, and well, then he has a, a like a black cow shirt that's just the black flag logo, but it's like a cow print. Nice. Nice. Hella sick. Love that. I'm so excited to see Steely Dan with you next April. Dude, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I That's gonna... cannot wait. We're going to get so danned, dude. We're going to dan out so hard. Dude, we're going to eat so many edibles and just, I'm going to yeah. dan and be all hoop doo 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 boo. Dude, I'm going to get danned into oblivion. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna, it's it's going to be dantastic, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's sick. I love mm-hmm. that. I recently got a shirt. Oh, I was going to wear it. I forgot I was going to wear it while we hung out, but I recently got a cool... You actually saw it the other day, but I got a cool uh, Nine Inch Nails bootleg um, oh, yeah. Yeah. from the internet. That was a cool yeah. shirt. It is fucking sick. It's a replica of a 1995 uh, Down the Spiral uh, tour shirt. Mm-hmm. Fucking so good. More like So cool. More like 69 Inch Nails, baby. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't think nice. I've ever seen a meme for that it seems too obvious right <laughs> uh yeah yeah we should make that shirt and sell it 69 inch nails why don't we just nice. do that why don't we just make sure it's we should relevant? i mean yeah we we yeah we Got should just ideas. like yeah find a good print shop to do do we know we know a proprietor of a good print shop up in alaska Brits? yeah yeah it's up in alaska i don't want to pay for shipping from alaska Eh, probably wouldn't be that much. Actually. actually, yeah, in bulk especially, like it'd probably be super cheap. Yeah, Alaska cheap. Air Cargo is not that expensive. To yeah. With, so. No, we should put it on a barge. We should get barge cargo. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, Rave, put her, take it to the barge, Ray. <laughs> the barge! <laughs> put her uh, on the ship! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's the tempo set to in the track that you record this on? One, I just keep it 120. Oh, mine you is know, at 101 tempo. Really? You know, I, yeah. I I say I be keeping it 100, but I really usually just be keeping it 120. <laughs> 
that would be a pretty fun meme if you used like screenshots. Yeah, from, yeah, uh, so, yeah, from my yeah. DAW. But I usually just keep it and then one twenty point zero zero BP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. actually yeah, that is that is easy to make. That's a that's a very like band meme six 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 type meme. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Oh God, <laughs> yep, it's that time of the night, isn't it? I'm I've been dreading it too, but. Uh... <laughs> Here we go. I'm always I'm always dreading it. Hey, what does Buckethead call the cul-de-sac in which he lives? Tell me. And the bucket hood. All right. What do Primus and the Royal Dutch Shell Prelude, the largest ship in the world by gross tonnage, have in common? Oh, no. No! (laughs) Well, neither of them are music, so... (laughs) What? It's not not where I expected you to go with that. (laughs) The ship's not music, and neither is Primus. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. Did Larry you, Lalonde would would disagree with you and no, be like, yeah. I, I, I was in possessed. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's the only thing he can say is like, I do play for Primus, but I was in possessed. In possessed. It's like, hey, hey, Larry, how well, you doing? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> hey, uh, Larry, uh, what do you what do you uh, what do you want to eat? We're going to go pick up lunch. Listen. I, I was, was in, in, in possessed. possessed. Played lead guitar, first two albums. Come on! <laughs> um, did you hear what Jordy LaForge did to Ensign Wesley Crusher for stealing his electro harmonics mainframe pedal? <laughs> no. Well, he bit Crusher. Uh, God. <laughs> That's, that was a that was a great joke for like for you almost no one. Yeah, I, I I pretty much wrote that for you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, you could also have used the uh uh what is it the Earthquaker Devices Unicorn whatever their yeah. unicorn pedal is. Yeah, that, this Another one was a little crusher. What kind of uh, tube overdrive pedals do Bajorans use? I don't know. Well, the uh, the Ibanez TS9, <laughs> or sometimes uh, they use the Boss DS1. <laughs> wow, dude, that's that that is a reach. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> me, uh, GIF of me, like uh, furiously, like typing in like. What pedals are there like DS9? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty good. So last week uh, I wrote a um, limerick that I didn't get a chance to read because I just put it way too down on the list and totally forgot it. So uh, this As week you do. I wrote several limericks to perform. Okay. There once was a head from Nantucket who decided one day to say fuck it. He wanted some top, so he smoked some crop, and that's how he headed the bucket. 
Oh man. <sighs> yeah. There once was a les from Claypool <laughs> who decided to convert his pool. Wearing a kilt, he summarily built a dungeon that only plays tool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. There once was a Les from Claypool who thought playing lead bass was cool, <laughs> but because of his bands and his kidnapping plans, now he's banned for a mile from schools. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for right there, right there. You know, you know, what's actually fucking crazy. I forgot to bring this up earlier. What's that? I... <clears throat> when I, I went walking today, I walked up to Target by my house and I saw a guy wearing a tool shirt who was like 19 mm-hmm. and that was weird. But then inside of Target, now this is the really fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. I saw a dude wearing a dream theater shirt. <laughs> I mean, who who do you think is the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> wow, great question. Uh, dream theater guy, obviously. Yeah, I'd say so. <clears throat> um, I was just like, dude, what? It's 2021. That, People don't go out in public being like, all right, listen to Dream Theater. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, you keep that shit at home. We have a don't ask, don't tell policy around like, Dream Theater. <laughs> like, let's, dream, don't don't ask, don't Dream Theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yanni is dare to Dream Theater. Yeah. Wow. I was going <laughs> to say dare to dream, but I'm, I'm glad you made the Yanni connection. I totally forgot yep. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's uh, that's my favorite Yanni album. I mean, well, excuse you, you me. have your favorite nah, Yanni. No, nah, Live at the Acropolis is so, honestly, Live at the Acropolis <clears throat> Legendary. Is, is close to like uh, a live 2007 for me. Like it's that fucking good of a live album. It's so It's good. very good. Yeah. Man, imagine a Yanni x daft punk collab dude that would rock so hard oh dude yanni x health i gotta dude that would i mean they do it they, they would do it in got, a second yeah, if, if fuck they yeah they would if, if they could like, get the dude, rights to that to get yanni to yeah. be on your song dude yeah that'd be sick yeah uh your your story reminded me of a joke i wrote several years ago that definitely belongs here um whenever i see someone wearing a uh, a tool shirt i usually take them at their word <laughs> I found that text. Oh, did you? It, I, I it's almost a, read that. It's on a good joke. These. Like it, it's very yeah. self-contained. It's uh, it makes fun of Tool. It hits all yeah, my. I mean, it which checks is, all the boxes. It's, it's, yeah. it's hip with the kids. It is. They love that. Mm. You know. All right. Got one more limerick for you. All right. All right. There once was a David from Ellefson <laughs> with a wife. And a daughter and son. A jerking transpired. He got mega fired. I hope it was worth it to come. <laughs> we love to hear it. Yeah. We love to hear it. We really do. All Perfect. Right. And I'm gonna Perfect. I'm gonna clear it out here with uh just a quick quick uh quick quick little joke here. What's uh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite member of Guns N' Roses? <laughs> Axel Toes. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Wow. Look at that. Yep. Heck yeah. Here we are again. Here we are again on our own. Making a podcast about booking it. Who would have known? <laughs> no one listens. Maybe we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, never going to stop. Uh, yep. What is your Scott Columbus tab? I can't. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I couldn't read it. I was like, what is what? <laughs> I, I've had it there all episode. Wait, wait. I know, but I, like, I couldn't read it. It yeah. was, it was, it, I, all I guess it was Scott Columbus <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's good. Uh, Scott Columbus, the drummer for Manowar. Yes. You mean the drum machine from Manowar? <laughs> like, Scott Columbus, the drum machine from Manowar. R.I.P. If if they just like refitted one of like the guys, the wax figures from Disney's Hall of Presidents with like mm-hmm. a fucking mullet... And just like put <laughs> put a fucking like Abe Lincoln. They just grab Abe Lincoln, <laughs> put a mullet on him, put him behind the kit. Get like, get like a two hundred dollar Akai fucking drum machine, and just put it on double bass and the four on the uh the or the the snare on the third like mode. Just hit that for three hours. That's a fucking Man of War concert. That, like no one's gonna notice. Honestly, when it comes to like more modern Manowar, it's literally just four to the floor, mm-hmm. just boom, ka, boom, ka, it, boom, it's either, ka, they, forever. They like, also have like, their like they have that too. Like they do, they have yeah, There's that, but it's like it happens less often than you think. Like when you listen to it, you're like, oh man, this is a lot of just straight four to the floor with some hats. It it leaves a lot of room for vocals, and like Man of War is in essence a vocal band. Like the bassist plays guitar, the guitarist only really plays solos, the drummer is a machine. Like the vocalist is the only thing like objectively it, usually like interesting to listen to and like expressive. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Anyway, this has been Britain and this has been Spencer. You've been listening to getting head a bucket cast. Stay greasy bucket heads. Namaste. <laughs>